Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, yeah thanks for joining us again. Um, this week was, you know, a little bit different. We we were talking about, you know, some things we're going over from the past, um, looking at raking you know, up the past. Yeah, raking up the past, talking about some previous trips um also as well we were looking at you know sort of back in 2020 and and some of the, the kind of things we, we talked about then and one of them was about the journey and about certain things that you know don't always go to plan but how you know from travel and things like that you know when you're away how sometimes the the, the roads you know less less visited the ones that are unplanned tend to be the stories that actually you remember right so we, we were talking about a few things mm-hmm. and that's where it came from yeah Mostly. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> no, it was good, yeah. It's, it's, it's about, um, well, because this is the first season that, you know, has properly, you know, launched since pre-COVID. Uh, yeah, full season. Full yeah, season, yeah. 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 We've, had, we've had a couple of people that managed to squeeze <clears> out <throat> here and there, but actually uh, a full season based on what we're used to prior, yeah. you know, in the old days, this is the first one that feels like the old days. However, there are a lot of things that are different about travel now. We've all seen the stories in the airport about yeah. Manchester airport in particular going a bit haywire um and you know we recently had some weathers uh weather delays over in Lukla. luckily we got everyone out there um but there yeah. were some flights that were affected um not ever trackers obviously you know the weather god is particularly kind to us but um but yeah but me and andy yeah. got thinking about all the times and chatting about the times where things haven't pretty much gone according to plan yeah but have definitely gone according to you know yeah the journey isn't it the journey in terms of having a good time, enjoying yourself. I mean, um, yeah, just while we're on here, um, it's actually Rosie on the comments today. Um, but I will, Leah, I know that you love uh, the Q-O-F-E, who, uh, Q-O-F-E, um, who is Lauren. Um, I won't be able to say it, uh, what's, Leah. What's um, Q-O-F-E? Something, Queen of Flipping England, I think, um, is what it means. I think flipping replaced with another word that could be said in another way um <laughs> exactly Brian what could possibly go wrong when you go on a little trek exactly uh Rebecca wasn't being sarcastic by the way oh really she was actually she genuinely likes the hair it's coming back isn't it I think like, yeah, I've been wearing a cap strong. now for about 
three months after the uh, it's not that i'm that vain yeah. it's just that my hair is long and unruly at the best of times <laughs> um that's what caps are for right like, y- yeah and I, I just can't can't be dealing with it i just mm-hmm. i look like a homeless man <laughs> um well look guys yeah i mean when, when it comes to trips and things you know we, we were looking at um you know like dave said seasons happened yeah um we are experiencing certain things we haven't really experienced for a while which is quite interesting um i mean it's 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 great to have like over the last two years we feel like we've been talking about postponing trips and covid and all that different stuff and now we're like um we're talking about flight delays we're talking about you know um weather bad weather on trips you know maybe uh, journeys to ramachap things like this that you know we, we actually in a way it's nice to talk about these things because the last two years we've talked about nothing but yeah rescheduling changes and all that stuff but it's certainly brought up new conversations around it um and you know certainly a conversation that i prefer to have yeah no well we were saying the other day because you may have been aware if you're on the mailing list that we mm. sent out something about ramachap now those of you that don't know about ramachap yeah normally all our flights to look go from Kathmandu, um and but Kathmandu is you know the only international airport in nepal it's also the hub of all the domestic travel yeah. so it has a lot of air traffic so it's subjected to a lot of delays now the civil aviation authority of nepal decided to all look flights will be diverted to ramachap so we yeah. sent everyone that email then they decided all uh flights to Lukla were going to be from Kathmandu. so then we sent that email um <laughs> and then the then they the like we- to surprise us don't they? yeah then the the weather god had uh hang on he hadn't had his say yet um so he uh got involved or she and um yeah caused some weather delay so then yeah. we had to go back to ramachap again so we had to send out a quick message letting everyone know about that and um that was just the, that one particular group and me and andy yeah. were sort of lamenting like oh god and then we thought wait a actually sec. do you know what? wait a sec <laughs> like, yeah. we've got to check ourselves here it's not yeah. worth complaining about for two years we've been rescheduling trips putting people's dreams on hold yeah um you know hearing day in day out the difficulties that people are having and to be able to talk about some minor bumps in the road yeah. in order to get people on the trip of a lifetime how fortunate mm-hmm. um and that's the sort of mindset that we have there that actually we're fortunate yeah. to have to be able to solve problems of getting to Everest Base Camp or get into Annapurna because we haven't had those problems and they're ones we want right yeah exactly it's you know like was it probably day before yesterday that have been yeah, day before yesterday, wasn't it? And we had, um, you know, we we well, constant communication with our guys in Nepal. Um, you know, Nepal's like really busy right now, um, which is amazing. But basically, the there was bad weather for a day, which meant that no flights went to to Lukla, which is you know it has happened before, very rarely, but has happened before. But you can imagine with with more people, um, you know, not just ever trackers. You know, there's there's obviously um, more trekking companies out there, um, and yeah, it, it clearly that was pushed to the next day. And, you know, we're always, we always look at this flexible approach because we're always like, um, especially the guys, you know, they, they make these decisions on the ground and essentially, okay, right, what, what does that mean for the next day? Well, the next day, okay, that, that's mean there's, there's two groups of people now who want to get out. Now, usually the people who are delayed would have first dibs, yeah. you know, because the flights get pushed. But what happens if there's bad weather again? What happens if there's delays? And because of where Ramachap is, um, you know, geographically, it's so close, it's, it's quite close to, to, to Lukla. Um, to the to the Sagamartha and Everest region, it's quite close. So, you know, with the with the the weather delays, with air traffic, it's a lot quieter. So, 
when you've got Kathmandu, you've got um, you know you've got international flights landing as well as um, you know domestic flights taking off. They all use the same runway, uh, unless you've got a chopper, which is um, separate part to it. But you know, so we were like, right, okay, Ramachat, because then there's almost a guarantee then that you're going to get there, yeah. albeit it's going to be a heck of a long day. So yeah, that decision was made. Um, you know, and it and it goes back again. That was an unplanned change. That was something that you know we didn't want to do, but it was essentially like anything we want to get people to where they want to get to and if, if Everest base camp obviously all the the in-betweens we want to you know um keep that as well and especially with the itinerary but we've got to be flexible and yeah we just got to remind ourselves of that sometimes and you know we're, we're not sort of saying this to as excuse or anything it's just basically part of the journey um part of adventure travel and you know it's certainly something that you know we we, we certainly wanted to become comfortable with this but it's all about rolling with the punches and, and 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 kind of just being flexible with that um and and you know now we're ex experiencing that in real time it, it felt like a, the right time to, to talk about it um yeah and, and you know if, if you're watching this and you might have been in nepal recently um or you've been in nepal before and you certainly know you know the kind of uh, the things can change or a moment's notice yeah. anywhere in the world i mean it doesn't have to be nepal but uh, using nepal as, a, as an example i mean you know, just thinking back to a couple of our stories that it didn't quite go to plan. I mean, I'm just thinking of, do you remember the first time me and you went to base camp together? Yeah. And it was on the way back, wasn't it? Was it was on the way back, yeah. And we were we were due... I'm still drying out my clothes. <laughs> and it was torrential <clears throat> rain on the way... There you go. Tell, tell us yeah, so we, were, we went out to Nepal and we went out in mid-September, mm. which we, you know... Which was early, right? Felt a little bit early in the mm. season, but, you know, still within the season. But yeah. um, the monsoon was... It, you know, it, it basically lasted two weeks longer. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure that's due to climate change in one respect or another. But anyway, the result to us was quite cloudy. Mm. It's fine. Left Namshi, warm day, you know, yeah. happy. Um, got to Bakhting, stopped for a little bite to eat. As we left Bakhting, a couple of, couple of drips, you know, ah, it's not the end of the world. And... Um, a friend of mine uh, who was on the trip didn't have a waterproof jacket and he wanted to put one on. So I said, oh, I'll have mine, mate. It's not raining that bad. So I gave my waterproof <laughs> jacket away. I'd say within 10 minutes, the strongest monsoon rains I have ever experienced just got unleashed. Um, and it wasn't a storm. Yeah. There was no wind. Right. But this rain was relentless. It was like someone had a bottomless bucket of water <laughs> just over your head. It was pretty nuts. And um, it got to the point where... It just made the trip so difficult, yeah. like like rivers. Mind you, the day before when we got to Namshi, the only time I've ever seen it, all the meltwater had melted it's from high like, above. Yeah, I've never seen And we before. had like little rivers in the paths and stuff. Mm. It was it was crazy. Um, but the the Lukla day was by far the worst to the point yeah. where I got so mm. soaked that I walked into a shop and I asked the guy if he had an umbrella. He said <laughs> he didn't. That, he did, yeah. He didn't have one. Um, I suspected he did. So I pulled out something like. 5,000 rupees and was like, please, man, I just need an umbrella. I need a break. And then the next thing you know, wow. he came back with an umbrella that I suspect was his. It was a little bit dusty. Wasn't new. Don't care. He certainly best, found one. Best he? five grand I've ever spent. <laughs> and, um, and I got some stick for it. Yeah, certainly, because I was walking back. But Not my, for me, then. Not for me. No, yeah. But then my dad, who was following behind me, um, at this point, we were a little bit apart, yeah, yeah. Um, said it was like following, like, it was like the world's worst city tour. <laughs> following this guy with an umbrella like, and what would happen is i'd stop wait for him to just about catch up yeah. and then i'd move off again <laughs> you know just to keep brilliant. him moving 
And uh, he, I think it had the opposite effect. But yeah, that was, um, and then we got to Lukla. Yeah. Walked into the shower with my clothes on, turned the shower on, no water. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's why they didn't, did they? No, was, yeah, no solar power because it had been so cloudy. Couldn't go out, there was no heating in the thing. But I tell you what they did have, they had a fully functioning bar. They had plenty of beer. Yeah, so we decided, <laughs> you know what? We may be stuck here. Yeah. We don't know if we're going to be able to get a flight back to Kathmandu tomorrow, but that's tomorrow's problem. Today, we're going to celebrate what we've achieved. <laughs> we're going to let loose. We're going to have some fun. And I've got some amazing videos that, unfortunately, I'm not strictly certain of for public consumption. But if you ever meet me, ask me, and I might show you them. I'm not too sure. I'm sure you've Dread shared some of uh, It's got you doing the work. That's fine. I can live, I can, I can live with that. And, we, um, we all like to dance around. Yeah, and, it, and that is an example of sort of rolling with the punches where... Yeah. You know it would have been easy to been let down by that day because it was miserable. yeah it's, it's it's hard when things don't quite go to plan because in your mind you've got a you can't if, if you're if you're someone that likes a plan you know I mean, we're all different right you know some people kind of go with the flow a bit more some people like to know what's happening you know and i, I and i know you know i've got i've got friends who, who are quite a you know they like to know every single detail and if there's anything different they they say okay what, what's that why is that different you know and um you know, I respect that. Certainly, I think when it comes to, to travel, yeah, anything that changes, it certainly um, kind of goes, oh, okay, right, all right, well, okay, that's happening. So, yeah, you, you, you kind of do have to roll with it a little bit. But certainly when, when it comes to um, these type of flights and things, it was it was certainly that next day because there were, there were still no flights going out. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were up really early. Um, you know, we kind of speaking to the team in, in Kathmandu to try and work out, Okay, because because we had flights the next day. How do we get back? So, uh, luckily, we're able to to get some helicopters, um, you know, to kind of, yeah, definitely to uh, to come back. So yeah, it was it was certainly something that was a bit nuts, um, but yeah, quite quite in the quite important to talk about, yeah. I think. And yeah, w when it comes to, it'd be interesting. I mean, I, obviously, I know some of you have been on um, trips with us before or other trips. It'd be interesting to sort of hear your stories actually about maybe the bumps in the road that you've been and. Yeah, share them in the comments because it's always interesting for us to hear. Um, you know, I, I can already imagine what Bry's typing when he got stuck in uh, Nepal um, for 10 days in Kathmandu. He found a fully functioning bar as well, I uh, think, if I remember Always, right. yeah. It's, it's clearly uh, yeah. a common theme. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> Brian can hear beer. Yeah, um, <laughs> like if you blindfolded him, he could hear it. You probably but, uh, could. And uh, also, Leah says that I, uh, maybe with an umbrella makes you think of, uh, you know, my neighbour Totoro. Okay. It's like a... Like a <laughs> Yeah, like a studio Ghibli oh, yeah. sort of anime, you know. Leah, I think you are like a right. It's giant you... rabbit or something. I think that is that is a great example of Dave. But yeah, yeah. Um, comment me your stories, guys. It'd be interesting to to hear how you know anything that didn't go quite right, but it actually worked out okay. Um, yeah. yeah, comment with if something in the comments. Also, as well, because we've had a few questions come in, um, a little bit lighter than normal on the questions. So do drop your questions in around anything at all. Um, you know that's what we're here for. As well, just to you know, any, anything that's kind of on your mind that you, you want us to sort of talk about. And we've got a couple already. Um, you know, some, some people are due to, you know, due to leave in the next couple of weeks. We've got, um, I think, some groups arriving uh, this Saturday and next Wednesday. So we've got, yeah, we've got uh, quite a lot of things that come up. But um, we're off to Tupac, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to Morocco Thursday morning. So, yeah, quite, quite excited. Um, yeah, quite looking forward to it. This has been rescheduled for us. So similar to you guys, you know, we, we were planning this a long time ago. Um, finally able to, to get out there. We've had lots of groups go out there already, 
but um, for us personally, it's, it's actually really good to get out there. I'm looking forward to it, Dave. Yeah, no, I can't wait. Yeah, it's really good. It's, um, it's the first proper sort of um, trekking trip mm, done since Kilimanjaro, really, in um, crazy, February. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't February 2020, was it? It was. Wow. I know, I know. That's that. Over that, two years that's ago. That's fascinating. But yeah. no, yeah, no, really looking forward to it. It's been a We've been wanting to get out to Morocco and kind yeah. of, um, you know, meet with the team out there and head up to the Atlas Mountains for God, just well over a year now that this trip's been postponed. Um, oh, I dread to think how many that we've actually set up and then had to move. But again, that's all part of rolling with the punches. The world is different now to how it was when we first started doing this sort of thing and we first started traveling. Yeah. Adventure travel has always been one of those things where things don't ever quite go right um, or not as expected. Um, and that's where the adventure side of it comes from. You know, um, we and it's honestly part of the adventure that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. It is the uncertainty, the not knowing exactly what's going to happen and what you're going to see day to day. Um, there is an element of these trips not being, you know, there's an element of danger involved. You know, like yeah, managed. It, was it managed danger? Managed danger, yeah. Managed danger. Yeah. And it honestly, it really does make it for me. And I think, yeah, all the little bumps in the road. And if you've been to Ramachap, there's a few of them um <laughs> you know do make it worthwhile yeah definitely just some questions coming through i think um i think jane's asking around machu picchu around best time of year it's a, it's a good question jane you got i mean we're actually running some trips um we got uh, one of our first trips actually uh, in a couple of weeks um yeah so april and may are really good times to go uh you've also got kind of later in the year so you've got the summer months so it kind of falls in line with even though it's southern hemisphere it's kind of they do get kind of um they do get a bit of a wet season um but yeah going around august september time is a really good time to go um you know that is it does get a little bit colder but you know because you're not even though you go into to machu picchu in cusco it's just over three thousand meters and you're going over um a new high pass so tocto pass uh, which is four thousand nine hundred meters it's not as uh, i'd say um glacial as say going to say everest base camp uh, or K2 base camp or things like that. In terms of the terrain, it's a lot different to, to kind of what you're what you'd be used to. But you know, it's very rich and lush and green. Um, you know, if you've seen any pictures of Machu Picchu and you can see uh, Huayna Picchu, which is just behind, which is the one that we um, yeah. you know we have the option to to go up and and, and summit. Um, you know, to get a different perspective on on Machu Picchu. Um, yeah, it's certainly lush and you know you'll find your your epicness. You you'll be walking especially on the first couple of days to your left will be what they call um mount uh, salcante um so it's just over uh, just over six thousand meters and that is you can imagine like a very andean you know white uh, ice you know rock it's um oh we got a namaste from namche from andrew hey hey andrew how you doing mate at altitude um yeah. glad you guys got wi-fi in namche do do enjoy um but yeah, I'd say anything else about Machu Picchu. I mean, I, I, I just can't wait to. No, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have much of a rainy season, so you no. know you can go sort of it matches up kind of with our summertime. Mm. May is also a pretty decent time May's to go. Good. May's good. Yeah. Um, we got some people going out in April as well, so there's yeah. loads and loads of opportunity, and actually it works really well because you can often do it around sort of the Easter time, our summertime. It makes it a little bit easier with regards to travel. But yeah, Machu Picchu is pretty good. There's not much of a um, now winter's oh, not oh, too bad, is it? Our winter. I mean, we don't we don't have any dates like from no. October through to Feb uh, through to March. Um, like we, for that reason, uh, just because the weather's not not the best. Um, so generally, if in terms of if you look at like on our on our website, um, and you look at the dates, they're they're kind of we've chosen those dates with the 
the weather windows in mind. So if you go in on those dates, yeah, you know that there shouldn't really be any any issues. But awesome! I'm really excited. Match features kicking off as well. Um, we had one yeah. trip. Um, one of the a great guy um, went out to Stuart. Went uh, Stuart had yeah, yeah, yeah. went out to um, Ecuador. Mm. Uh, did the summits of fire and um he's actually going back he smashed it he's, he's all right yeah, he's, yeah we're gonna i think we're gonna get him on aren't we and have a chat with him yeah we point. reached hopefully out to him hopefully he can join us because um yeah it'd be we, interesting to hear we, uh, we got to get about him. even yeah. if we got to go to him he's a he's a great guy but yeah no and um we did it before the tube car. we've heard that there was a big snow dump as well recently isn't yeah there? so snow that's today. great snow today as well yeah so, yeah we get we get the crampons out in the ice axe awesome. we've had a, an email um I can't actually believe this one. And if you read that, read, read that. Uh, email you know, that read, I, I almost thought like you sent this in, Dave. Honestly, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> this is from Gemma, who sent an email in. Who's currently on antibiotics for a sinus infection, um, and finished the course on Friday when she flies. Uh, hoping all will be okay before the start of the trek on the Monday. Uh, hopefully, will the and asking will the altitude affect her with that? Currently, no pain in the face for the block nose. Well. But funnily enough, Gemma, <laughs> I was going to say, I Dave. currently uh, have a sinus infection, um, and I got picked up my antibiotics today. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be on antibiotics as I go out to Tupcal. Um, yeah, not a ideal set of circumstances, but honestly, I don't think if you finished your course on Friday, you arrive on Saturday, you you know you've got the day tour on Sunday, you're heading off on Monday. That's going to be absolutely fine. Yeah. Um. And remember that you know just be wary. You know if your nose is blocked or anything. Mine is not too blocked, but I've I feel like I've got like a lot of pain behind my eyes. But um, you should be absolutely fine. And remember, just go slow. You are getting over a um you know a sinus infection, so it's not something you're going to want to sort of push yourself with. But that's the beauty of these trips. You're going to take it easy. There's plenty of time to acclimatize and to warm up to go into altitude. So you should be absolutely fine with that. Um, our guys over there as well are really, really well trained. So perhaps you could just let them know that you are just getting over a bit of a sinus infection so they can just look out for you, check your blood oxygen levels, make sure that everything's okay. Um, but honestly, yeah, full steam ahead. You're going to have an awesome trip. I'm just reading some of the some of the stories coming in. Yeah, I love that. Um, I, Anna put a base camp as many steps. We had downpours of rain. I was like walking up a river. We had to crawl up, not slip over. It was quite good fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that's. I think it was Liam as well. I love that. I got stuck in Cairo after airport. Two million people turned up. Wow! After they won the um, was it the African Cup, African Cup of Nations? But yeah, then you went on a day tour. I, I love stuff like that. Yeah, on the on the pyramids. I bet that was awesome, Liam. Um, mate, let us know when you're around Europe. We'd um, we'd love to love to see you. Do you know what I love? Right. See Andrew Corran there in Namshi. I remember like you know sending his details over and now he's getting his flight now and, he's and now he's there <laughs> honestly it really does mean a lot when i see um some of the guys over yeah, there because it, it really does help you know to see people actually living their dreams again after such a yeah. long long break big time so yeah that is amazing yeah nice andrew i hope you're well mate what's the let us know what, what's the weather like out there you got any uh got any pictures yeah post some of the comments if you can it'd be good to uh be good to see how things are um yeah definitely uh keep us keep us updated mate um but yeah just a few questions on chris ray where do you wee on the way to ebc plenty of places mate. plenty of places yeah. there are um um you know a lot of toilets in you know if you stop in for um you know rest break and there are toilets um that you can you can stop in especially if you're going through some of the villages like monjo um you know the first couple of days or facting and then further up then um you know you, you get the little villages in between the bigger villages um, you know, you got like Pangboche, you got uh, you got Tengboche, Dingboche, Lobuche, a lot of chase. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, so you've got 
a lot of places but literally if you've got to go mate you've got to go you just yeah. find somewhere um you know obviously uh, if you do um have any tissues or any sanitary products do, do sort of bag those up that would be great but yeah um yeah honestly mate if you need yeah. a wee there's plenty of that's, places that's the unglamorous side to trekking that <laughs> i know it's the bagging up you know because it is horrible when you go to go to the toilet you have all what they call in tanzania use the bush toilet you go for a bush yeah. wee and you see the the, the, you know paraphernalia that people leave everything under yeah, the toilet yeah, yeah. but yeah no honestly you won't find it a problem at all there's loads of yeah. places have a week um you know particularly if there's any females as well that need like an even more secluded spot yeah ask your guide and stuff like that you know and they can even sort of stand guard a little bit away to make sure yeah. that no one kind of walks in so you've got a bit of privacy so yeah the guys are really conscientious when you're out there and um yeah definitely lean on your guide not 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 literally lean on your guide as, as, you, uh, as, you, as you um you know go into the week yeah find a little bit of privacy um but yeah definitely um you know ask them and, and they'll, they'll tell you the secret spots they know what they're doing um john newman um apologies repeated question no 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 worries mate any this is why we're here to answer these questions even if they're ones we've we've answered before um is it safer to book flight back one day after evc track day yeah so i mean normally because we've we've had this question actually last couple of days and some people are thinking about when to, to book flights i think there was a question in the um about arrival dates departure dates you know when do i book my flights what day do i book my flights so just um obviously for clarity then so your, your arrival day is day one so that is like literally you can you can arrive that that's where you need your flight to arrive um so say you're booking on i don't know uh we'll be looking at april here say it was the 21st of april for instance so that would be your day one and then departure day would be um obviously day 15 so sort of work out the dates then and it'll day 15 would be a departure day so those are you know within what you book that's that's kind of the the time um when you book your flights but then, yeah, 100 percent, you know, when it comes to booking after that, um, we're really flexible. If you want to uh, do some add ons like Chitwan, which um, some people want to go down there and do some safari and just chill out for a few days. Or you want to just chill, get a massage, you know, buy some souvenirs in Kathmandu. Um, yeah, because it's, it's there as a buffer day as well. I mean, yeah, we always say it just because, it, you know, it's, it's one extra night in the hotel. It's a lovely hotel, hotel a lot. Kathmandu, you've got heaps of time. You're never going to get bored there um and if there's any weather delays it is a buffer um now obviously we appreciate we don't it's not in the package but you know yeah we, you know there's no harm in it john yeah if you've got the time yeah 100 go for it um i usually leave a, a day or so um just to kind of catch up with people yeah. and you know it's always nice isn't it yeah i always have an extra day yeah one of my favorite things to do is just because when you're following the itinerary um from the beginning to the end of the trip you're pretty much you're on a kind of schedule and you've got to go from a to b when you come back, it's really nice to be on your own time. Wake up yeah. when you want to wake up, whether that's early or late. Head out into Kathmandu and be your own steam and just follow your nose, basically. Uh, my nose always leads me to the same place, which is the cafe in Budanath. Um, oh, that is quite yeah, good. Yeah, Himalayan Java, is it? That's it, yeah. yeah. You just sit there with a nice coffee. They do really nice food. And you can look over Buddha Stupa and just enjoy the crowd and yeah. people watch. And great place to get souvenirs and... Yeah, and then we're just going to chill out and have a really nice time. And it's just nice. It's sort of good to say goodbye to Kathmandu in your own way. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's a really good idea. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, good questions, though, guys. Um, yeah, keep keep them keep them coming. Uh, <laughs> Kim, uh, so one thing that worries me most, not the altitude, not the actual climb. It's you know, the poo in emoji. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's funny, isn't it? I, put, I, I knew I'd put it in the subject. We'll we'll start talking about toilets. It always and happens. You, you you know I'm only ever like one or two sentences <laughs> away from it. I Honestly, know. Kim, you'll yeah. learn to love it. Uh, I call it having a wildie, um, and it's something I look forward to. Most of my best ideas come to me having a wildie. 
It's um, um, I mean, there are toilets available if you, if yeah. You, uh, but yeah, if you are really in, you know, a remote region um, of your trek, uh, you know, maybe a, and I've seen this happen before. You know, people have dodgy bellies. It happens. I've had it. Dave's had it. Again, we're talking about rolling with the punches. Certainly, when you've got some dodgy belly, you know, if you've got any emodium or something, it's handy to have. Yeah. Um, in your pack. But yeah, there are plenty of hiding spots. We, you know, if you've got to go, you've got to go, mate. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a bit. Uh, thinking about it is a bit like, oh, you know, can I do it? But again, that's part of the adventure. You know? You'd be surprised how quickly you can find a spot when you need to. <laughs> you will also be. You will also be <laughs> you surprised what you are willing to accept as a possible uh, toilet spot when you need to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, one person that's emailed in is John from Brecon, who's asked a question, which I was uh, hoping would come up because it's come up a couple of times recently. Yeah. Um, which is he's asked about the uh, what is the baggage allowance on a flight to Lukla, and does this include your day pack and your duffel Has bag? Has this been asked before? No, <laughs> we're joking. Baggage allowance, Lukla, <laughs> may have come up. Um, no, no, no. Good question. Good yeah. Question. So um, the bag, the bag allowance, which would yeah. be your duffel bag and everything in it and your day pack you yeah. put them both together they go on the scales at the airport and what the magic number we're looking for is 15 kgs or less yeah now a lot of people hear <clears throat> that and they panic because oh my god 15 kgs it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things yeah. the first thing i'll say is honestly it can be done yeah. hundreds of thousands of trackers have proven that 15 kilos is enough to get you successfully up to every space camp and back down and even the three passes or an island peak bit however you know there is a little bit of allowance you know one way yeah. or the other so if you rock up and you really try desperately hard and you're about 12 and a half kilos uh sorry you know uh, 17 kilos or a couple of kilos overweight yeah it's not the end of the world the most important thing that you need to remember though is that do whatever you can to keep it at yeah. 15 because if your bag's a few kilos over and everyone else's is like half a kilo over they'll take the heaviest bag off if the yeah. plane's overweight what that means is that your flight to Lukla, your bag hangs back at the airport for a yep. while, grabs a coffee or two, and then joins you on the next flight. But it doesn't avoid the panic when you arrive. So just to avoid that panic, try and keep it to 15 kilos. Yeah. Now, they obviously weigh your bags. They don't weigh you. Um, and, you know, they do account for that. You know, they know that they're not going to weigh every individual person on the yeah. plane. They know that weight varies when it comes to the individual. So they do account for that. And the way they account for that is by having this 15 kilo limit. But what it does mean is that empty all the water at your bladder, put your heavy yeah. boots on, have your DSLR around your neck, you know, put your Harry bows in your pockets, battery pack, your battery packs, you know, the, the anchors, battery they, pack, is it battery pack? Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I could have gone worse, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, glad yeah, you yeah, use yeah, exactly. The, um, you know, put them in your pockets. So, you know, you might be a few kilos heavier than you usually are, but your bag's a few kilos lighter. Yeah. that is more than enough to do it um there was a mention that um there was a challenge set for me and I know, Dave. Which, I know. I, which i accepted i did which, was, which is the film packing a bag and um we're gonna have to do this you know? yeah i will have to do it um, <laughs> like i said we do plan these subjects in a while so we'll have to try and factor it into the next one but the other thing is that my bag is currently being packed for Tupcal, and i am not gonna pack it for ebc unpack it pack it for Tupcal um but yeah we'll do it do it in a few weeks I think. challenge accepted i think we'll do it um we'll just do it in the group it probably um may, might be on a tuesday tune in but uh yeah because we got our big um just what we're talking about um uh you know planning and things like that next week is actually our 100th um tuesday tune in 
which is pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah, hundred hundred since we did it. Uh, we started in um, March twenty two. That's going to be over a hundred hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> imagine that. Chat, uh, imagine chatting. Imagine if, I spent, imagine if I spent that time in the gym. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, we're exercising uh, a different, a different thing. But um, uh, honestly, it, it's been a pleasure. The last, um, you know, yeah, this is our ninety ninth uh, episode. It is amazing. Um, you know how far, you know, I, and I hope it's still valuable for everyone here because we try and mix it up. We try and change it. Like next week, we're actually come, we're actually doing the live all the way from uh, Marrakesh. Yep. So the hotel in Marrakesh or the Riyadh in Marrakesh. Um, we're going to try and uh, hook up some good signal, and uh, yeah, we'll be coming to you from um, from Morocco. So yeah, uh, next week's going to be a biggie. So do look out for that. But sorry, Dave. Yeah, I, was, I was, felt like I was interrupting your flow with the bag stuff. Uh, I'll hashtag baggate. Were we talking about bags? Were we talking? Oh yeah, I love that. I love baggate. <laughs> baggate was Jay, that's brilliant. It's amazing. Like the, yeah. uh, overall, ninety-nine point nine percent. The High Altitude Evertrackers Group is such a fantastic place. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it does is. amuse me when bag gate happens or <laughs> something like that happens but you it's know all, you know that's uh, these questions though and i always think you know we, this is why we do it because we can we can talk openly about it and you know there's no bad or, or nasty question or anything like that is at the end of the day if someone is wanting to learn about certain things and wanting to um you know get it right then you know that's why we're here to answer these questions and talk yeah. about it and you know as dave said then you know you've got 15 kgs don't don't think like you know, this it certainly isn't a rule we've put in. It's just unfortunately the airlines have, have created. But there's ways to get around it. There's ways to, you know, we, we have done over the last like six years. You know, we have found ways to to get around it a little bit. Uh, like when I go, um, you know, I, the stuff I need, I need. If it has to come on the next flight, I'll wait for it. You know, it's if there's things I need to take, like camera gear or things like that, it's going to be more than 15 kgs. I can live with that. Um, you know, and then we can we can sort it out when we get to Lukla. Um, but again, we go with rolling with the punches. I think hashtag baggate. Um, yeah, we're going to remember that one now. Uh, certainly, that that would come under the rolling with the punches thing, and, and just understanding that these are the kind of things that you have to deal with. And certain countries, you know, they have their own rules. Um, you know, it's certainly uh, certainly something that you know we've always hopefully try to communicate as well as well as we can. So we hope it's um, yeah a little bit useful. And we know there's a lot of information around everywhere. That you know, some things it's one thing. Sometimes you read others and, you know, so we're hoping, you know, bring a little bit of clarity, but um, hopefully uh, that has done that for you today. Yeah. But um, Shona actually is on here as well. And Shona, I think, actually measured our bags because someone asked how heavy is the Evertrex bag? Yeah, so, so someone's asked that. And usually, like, do you was know it what? 1.3 kilos, I believe it is. I, um, I, she measured before. I think like, what we might have to do is have a little segment of the show. Just for Shona. like Shona's <laughs> yeah, We can call it like Shona's Corner or something, you know, where it's like... <laughs> You know, um, yeah, there is 1.3. I got it there right. It there do you go. know what I weirdly, this is going to be like a bit of a tenuous connection, but do you know what it reminds me of? Did you ever used to watch the the show called uh, Games Master? I did actually. You know, yeah, when, yeah, you know when there was a bit where there was a bit, um, Patrick Moore, uh, Patrick Moore yeah, yeah, would yeah. do like questions for people, you know, they would do right. this little segue. I think he was like a floating head he games was, master, he was, and yeah, they used yeah. to ask him, That's like Shona, that's like Shona's corner. And when anyone asked me, how many lumens should my head torch be? Genuinely been asked that. Uh, how heavy is a sleeping bag? How wide is a duffel bag? That's like, 
I've almost stopped recording that information because I know, <laughs> because I know she's done it. But Shona, yeah, awesome. Uh, Shona's a wealth of knowledge. Uh, right? Well, whenever I, we meet Shona again, I will. Um, I'll buy her. A drink. We we owe her a few. Um, well, I owe I owe her about ten pints for being <laughs> Sinead for the first year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's true. But, um, that's honestly, true. she must have been grinding her teeth. But um, she's uh, she's finally arrived on to today's anyway. Did have good. another question from yeah, Kim yeah. Williams. Um, she's uh, seen a couple of people say that they need two pairs of boots. Do you Ooh, need to have two okay. pairs of boots? Um, if you're just doing a trek like Everest Base Camp, um, yeah, then no, you only need one pair. Of boots. Yeah. So generally, what I'll bring is a pair of boots <clears> and then something like casual to wear. Honestly, I'm a fan of uh, Crocs and socks. At the I know it's you're, you're comfortable in there. I got my, I mean, I got my flip flops or thongs you know, as Leah all days. Crocs and socks. Nice. Don't care. And um, but yeah, so literally, I'll bring sliders or Crocs and a pair of boots, and that's pretty much all I'll bring with me. Um, if you're doing something like Island Peak. Some people do choose to bring two pairs of boots yeah. because you need um, a pair that's comfortable to hike in and you need a pair that's going to be crampon compatible. Some people are perfectly happy trekking in a B2 boot, yeah. other people less so. <laughs> um, if, you, if you're not, yeah. then obviously you're going to have to factor in a few kilos of weight just for those extra pair of boots in your bag. Yeah, I've, um, I've never really taken two. I've, I've taken like shoes for hanging around or flip-flops like you have, Dave, but I've only ever taken one boot. Like as Dave said, there's... You know, if you climb an island peak and you need your mountain boots for that, or you can hire them locally. Yeah. Um, but as Dave said, you can just wear them anyway, right? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. I know. I way know way. a lot of people that track in B two crampon compatible boots. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will say is, if you are planning on doing that, um, wear them in. Do <laughs> sure, Dave. Yeah, I you wouldn't did, just yeah, do like yeah. a like a like a like a like like a like a whole marathon over mountains in them, right? Yeah, but that. I'm an idiot. These, <laughs> these people are sensible. Um, no, yeah, like, yeah, do, do wear them in. I didn't. I bought a pair of B2s. Yeah. I love them. And I'd signed up for the Great Glencoe Challenge 26.2 miles. It's not, it's more like 25. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, got a, a Danny Mitchell has joined. Danny, hope you're well. Uh, just climbed Killy with us. Probably about, must have been like three weeks ago now, Danny. Um, but yeah, loved your pictures, mate. Absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, great to see you on the summit. Um, yeah, hope you had a good time. Yeah, let's know. Drop some comments. Let us know how it was. I, I heard it was. Uh, uh, look at the con the conditions were gorgeous. I got to be honest. You had some great conditions. I bet it was windy though. Um, yeah, let us know how it was, mate. Football is well. Sorry, awesome. Bootgate. That's all right. Yeah, bootgate. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, you only need you only need one pair of boots for dragon. Yeah, yeah Unless you're gonna, you know, climb a climb a mountain. Unless you may need to. Yeah, definitely. Um, just going through, Dave. Just around some because I know we've got a few more. Questions, yeah, guys, do comment with some questions if you do have any around anything at all. Um, uh, Mona has said that she's only missed four out of 99 tuning. That's Tuesdays. impressive. I think Marky V um, was very similar. He is, said, he, uh, Is that a record? That's probably a record. I, I'd be, has anyone actually seen or listened to all of the 99 episodes? Yeah, put your hands up if you have. Um, yeah, do, do comment. Um, let us know. Yeah, you have. I know. I, I, I haven't even been here. The whole hundred. Actually, no, I've missed. Yeah, you have actually. I've missed. But did you watch or listen to it? I watched it. Yeah, of course I watched it. Um, I missed only one that I haven't been part of. Of course. Shona. Shona's done. She's watched that, that is... one. Well, of course. That of course. Is brilliant. Shona's, Shona's Corner. <laughs> um, oh, I've had a message off Leah. What could she possibly have asked me, do you reckon? <laughs> Who would win in a fight between a wallaby and a quad? No, it's about the knee. <laughs> um, very good, very yeah, good. Yeah, so the knee is, yeah, nah. Um, 
yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's okay. I mean, it's still crap. I wonder if they can hear it. Shall I see if I can get an audible? Don't, don't, um, don't risk it. But yeah, risk it. yeah you we go, go for it. Go. See if can, I'm gonna put the, I'm now. gonna put the mic next to Nina. See if we can get a good sound so we can. Uh, ready, listen to this. Oh, can you actually hear that? Yeah, what well, is uh? Oh, I wonder if you can hear my knee. Yeah. That is, is um, that, that's your new party trick now, mate. Yeah, that's, that's my new party <laughs> trick. I'll be honest, it's, it's a terrible party trick. I, I wonder if everyone couldn't hear it yeah. or if they could hear it and they're like, no, that's horrible. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, that's just my knee, eh? No, no need for a second <sighs> op, thankfully. Um, it was missed. Oh, here we go. Shona's actually caught them all. I think um, I think a lot of you, yeah, you've watched them. Yeah, Mona's watched them live. 95 Live 4 on catch up. Amazing. Fair dues, guys. Fair dues. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, Shona and yeah, is what pretty much watched them all. Um, yeah, good questions actually. It's becoming part of my Tuesday routine. Listen to you guys, Charlotte. Glad that it's um uh, been a little bit useful. Um, that's it. We do like to uh to kind of natter on a little bit, but and Bry as well. He's only missed one. Perfect, mate. Perfect. Um, yeah, Jerome. I know Jerome put the question in. Yeah, we commented a little bit earlier. One point three kilos, mate. Um, <laughs> that live yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, gave you Mark, you a it's because it's, it changes week on week. It does. At the moment, it's it's a cracking knee. Mm. But um, yeah, no, don't need another off though. Thank God. So that's okay. Yeah, thank God. Exactly. I just got to just got to live with it, eh? Oh, and, man, um, well done. Well done. Yeah, um, Jackie think. has asked, do we take our passport on the trek or can we leave it for safekeeping? Yeah. Um. So in, um. Sorry, Jackie. Remind me which trek you're you're going on, mate. Just so we can chat about. It. It's a little bit different depending on where you're going. Um, yeah, in Nepal, I mean, I kind of you can leave in a hotel, but to be honest, because it, it'll go in your bag that you leave there, um, or your your suitcase, whatever you bring, um, it's worth taking it with you. Even you know, just yeah, just you don't have to if you can find somewhere that you can keep it. Um, definitely ask a hotel aloft. I know that um, in Springlands in um, in Tanzania, uh, they do have key boxes that you can hire or use, and you can lock them. Um, you know, you, you can keep all of your um, because you, there's no like shops or anything on the mountain. Um, just a bit of advice on when you, even though there's no shops on, on Kilimanjaro, on the way back, you do pass some souvenir shops. Mm. So if you do want to get some one. souvenirs, it's a good one as well, wasn't it? It's not the cheapest one. They've got <laughs> prime spot. They've got very prime spot. That's but why the There was some amazing stuff in there that I was, um, yeah, yeah, hoping I'd buy. That's mad. Isn't it? Oh, EBC. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'd, um, to be honest, Jackie, I could probably take it with you. Um, just a new bag, just so you've got it. I I, I, I always take mine. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, I I definitely recommend that. Yeah, I uh, I I take mine with me as well. Yeah. Um, Steph Limbley has asked uh, another name I recognise. She's going soon. Hmm. Um, it's great. Um, should you buy a SIM card when you get there? To be honest, I've never normally done it. Um, you can get pretty good data packages now. Yeah. And when you're not wanting to use your data, there's pretty much Wi-Fi <coughs> in most free cafes, restaurants um in the hotels then when you're on the trip itself so when you're actually trekking yeah um for the first sort of up to namshi you each lodge has its own wi-fi um and you can pay i'm not sure how many rupees maybe four five hundred rupees to gain access to that um when you get to namshi go to a uh tele telecommunication shop i actually found one earlier i'm going to use it as a demonstration what's that your my um my card really yeah well, I found... uh I found my um wow that's been there a while yeah no, it's been there since uh, 20 <laughs> something or other 
So there it wow. is. Wow, Everest Link. Yeah, yeah that so, looks old. Yeah, it is pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> so when you get um, when you get to Namshi, you can go into a shop. Now these are the scratch cards that you can buy. Um, nice. And then you, yeah, you open it up and you scratch the back off, and that gives you a username nice. and a password. Nice. And it'll last for however much data is on this. These are the ones that they sell in each lodge, and they normally yeah. they might not sell you much data at all. It might be like a hundred megabytes or something, enough to send a message. This one is twenty gig, which, which is more than enough to last the entire trip, yeah. and it'll work in every lodge that has Everest Link, which is pretty much every lodge above Namshi. Um, so yeah, that's the one that I bought, and it was three thousand for twenty gigabytes. Nice, and I had more um, more to spare. I just seen Paul's posted there as well, two and a half thousand for ten. Um, so I paid the extra five and got an extra ten. Um, but yeah, that's what I recommend doing. Um, nice. And I've even made used like uh, WhatsApp and Facebook to make calls back home as well. Um, yeah, and you know, just be careful who you tell you've got that, by the way, because it's like like vultures coming to you. <laughs> uh, Andrew just said he just saw a moth. Was it real? Coming out your wallet? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you, you are right. There was, there was, yeah, we had to literally shoot them out of the room. Like it creeps. Yeah, I say Paul mentions two and a half. Two and a half thousand rupees for ten. It does. It does change from time to time. Yeah. And I know that certain, if I remember right, there were certain places. I was like, how did you get that so cheap? Because there was certain ones that had different deals. Yeah, I, um, well, I so suppose it does range. Yeah, I suppose it's not like you're buying from Vodafone. They are local stores, yeah. so they will charge what they charge. They have their own. Um, I'll be honest. Bit. Either way, it's going to be cheaper than buying it in each individual lodge. Yeah. I'm just reasoning that. If you ask this question again, you'll be pelted with rocks. Who's that? Jerome the rock carrier? Jerome, Jerome likes to carry rocks. It reminded yeah, me of a funny story when I was um, I last went to Everest Base Camp with John, okay. the great bald yeti. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'd That's sit down, happened. and whenever we sit for lunch, and I started this, I think, on the acclimatization day at Namshi, he'd stop for lunch or something, and I'd slip a rock into his, into his rucksack. <laughs> cruel. And then cruel. every time we'd stop for lunch, I was like adding another rock and stuff like that. And one day, I think we're Douglas Pass. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he was oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. he sort of sat down. He was like, oh my god, my pack feels heavy today. And they're like, okay. And then he went wow. through it, found like this handful of rocks. And then all you can hear is like, Dave, you beep. It's why you beep. Dave, you have beep. <laughs> like, like a load of, uh, yeah. I wish yeah. I, I wish I would have caught that on camera. That it was for John one of my best pranks. <laughs> so just for clarity. Um, yeah, John is uh, the great bald yeti. The great bald uh, yeti. Yeah, yeah. He's very good friends with Dave, and they both prank each other. Yeah. So they're both bad as each yeah. other. Yeah. I mean, normally I wouldn't make someone's journey at altitude any harder. I was but say. I will make an exception for John. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, he's uh, he's good at altitude though. He's really good. I heard he's um, he wants to do Killy next. Uh, booked on. Yeah. He's booked on. Nice. Yeah. He's oh, booked on. Yeah. Yeah. The good. thing is, he never comes with me the first time I do things. I always have to go back again. <laughs> so when I went to base camp, you come in, John. Yeah. Nah, nah. You go. So I go when I come back and show him pictures. Oh, and I want to go. Wanted, yeah, so yeah. then I go again, and then I went again with him. I say you've been you've been a couple of times with John now, haven't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Danny mentioned as well. Uh, but just going back to the SIM card stuff. Yeah, good, good point. So Vodacom SIM, uh, which worked well. Yeah, it's good actually. I because because well, I'm with Vodafone, um, and when I was out in Tanzania, they do get good signal. If you've got, I think it's is it Rome further or something like that with with Vodafone. Five pound a day. Yeah, and it's five pound a day, and you can use certain amount of data certain amount of of course it does change there's definitely options but yeah danny i think you're right like, 
you know, did you, um, what was the signal like on the mountain when you were out there? I know that we um, couldn't get any the first four days if we had none, but did the local sim improve that? Yeah, it'd be good to, um, be good to know. Another little tip as well, which Yessi, our guide, gave me is that yeah. um, after the first four days on the Lamosha, we had no signal. Okay. The second four days, we did have signal, yeah. but it was patchy. He told me to go into the carrier settings and switch it from 4G or 5G down to like 3G or 2G. Interesting. Um, and apparently, as soon as I did that, I picked up a signal and I was able to make a call and send a text message. Apparently, yeah. if it's constantly searching for a network that has 4G, it will be patchy and it will come and go. That's a very good point. Um, and yeah, it 100% worked for me. So a little, uh, little top tip there with um, when you're on Kilimanjaro is, yeah, dial it down a lot. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I think Danny, um, I believe your guide was Yessi. Yeah, he was our guide. He's a great guy. Yessi. Um, so Yessi. that means Danny is uh, strong heart. mind. Was it strong? Is it strong heart, strong mind or strong mind? I forget the order. And I do. Okay. Danny, remind us. Yeah, strong. <laughs> I think it's strong mind, strong heart. Yeah. Don't think it. Just dream it. Power to the Power people. to the people. Yeah. Yeah. Yessi is an absolute legend. He is a great I think guy. He's, he's, well, it was 400 summits, I think, when we did it. Yeah, he's certainly, yeah, he's one of our um, most experienced guides. Um, yeah, there we go. Even Spud's on it, like strong heart, strong mind. Spud, oh, I, I hope Spud's doing all right. He's looking a little bit worse for wear lately. And um, yeah, he's, uh, he, he, he's, he's going on a trip to Tupacal soon as well. Um, yeah, I saw a picture of him lately. He looked rough as a badger. <laughs> uh, well done, Spud. I hope you're well, mate. I hope you're well. Can't wait to see you tomorrow evening. Yeah, looking forward to seeing the boys. Uh, looking forward to catching up with with our um, some of our friends. Got it tattooed on my leg. There we go. So we, we hope it's the right way around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? I think it might have changed once or twice. I think it's the message that counts, isn't it? It's yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I've always had it. A strong heart, strong mind. Um, but the power, you know, definitely the, the thought behind it is that you can do yeah i think yes he's like you can do anything that you want to do with the right focus with the right mind with the right heart yeah and yeah i love that it's um you, you always get you always get these little like some of the guides have their own kind of sayings and you know they're big personalities um yeah here we go danny local sim worked the most i was able to use whatsapp to call him yes he was great strong mind strong heart Whoa. <laughs> might have to replace the tattoo there spud yeah. <laughs> No, great stuff, great stuff. Well, yeah. Um, any more questions, guys? Do drop them in. Um, anything around? I mean, just uh, just while waiting for some more questions, um, we did. I think I could get three bottles of coke. I think you could. Am get... I allowed to do that? Yeah, you can. You can do that. Um, <laughs> um uh, sorry, I, I thought I was going to say that. That's main, right. Main level Training weekends. <laughs> I know. I'm still trying to. Sorry. The <laughs> um, no, training weekends that we've got. Um, we're actually filling up actually for the one in August on 12th of August. Um, anyone that does want to join us on that, um, we've got um, uh, basically, I think it's £295 up until the, the end of April. So, yeah, if you do want to join us, um, uh, we are uh, having to increase some of our um, costs uh, price for the training weekend after this month. So, yeah, if you want to join us in August, get get, get booked in, guys. It'd be great to um, to see you. Um, I know a lot of uh, the Evertrekkers on here, Daddy included, who's just summited um obviously mona as well you know a lot of our a lot of our, our ever trackers especially our long-term ever trackers have um have been on the training weekends and um we've also got it's pretty special this one actually we got um uh steve from aim higher he's coming down with us to, yep. to run the weekend with us so we can um change up a little bit um try you know he's, he's a really top bloke a great mountain guy very experienced um and he's going to be running it with us um because we're kind of expanding what we're doing so yeah 
definitely get on board. It's um, really handy if you go in, you know, Everest Base Camp, Kili, Machu Picchu, even if you climb in any of, um, you know, the like trekking peaks like Mara Peak, Island Peak. Um, you know, it's it's a good it's a good laugh, and you know, we have a good time. You know, there's a serious element to it because we're you know we're we're, we're trekking, we're learning about certain things. But also as well, it's nice just to hang out with other ever trekkers. Yeah. You know, we get to know you a bit more. Um, you know, think of a this Tuesday tune in that's over a weekend with hiking and a couple of beers involved, and and that's pretty much it. It's um, we do get to go to um, a really nice Nepalese restaurant in the Brecon Beacons, which is always one of our favourites. One of our favourites, yeah. One of the highlights of the trip. Yeah. Um, run by a very very nice man, um, an ex Gurkha. Um, that's what it's called, the Gurkharin, isn't it? Gurkharin, yeah. Um, great place that we like to stay. So, yeah, um, just uh, Rosie's on the comments. If you could put the link to the training weekend, that would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> just bring the WG40 for the Wales training weekend. Yeah, nice. Nicely done, Mona, nicely done. But, no, we're really excited. We can't wait to run those. Um, that's what we're doing. Uh, we want to get that one up and running. We might then run another one, um, depending on, um, you know, circumstances. But, yeah, definitely get yourself uh, on the training weekend. Yep. Awesome. That'd be amazing. I love to meet people as well. <coughs> it's great, especially when they, especially when we had a little bit of a build up. If they've been on the tune-ins, yeah. Brian came in like a whirlwind out of nowhere. Um, um, yeah, he likes to strip off and um, yeah, take yeah, photos right. almost naked next Brian, to the track vehicles. He, he met his kindred spirit in John. I remember <laughs> they, those guys were running back. Yeah. So they did a little run down the thing, and no, honestly, it's great fun. I really enjoy it. A lot yeah. of the lot of you guys I've met over there. Yeah. Really enjoyed it as well, and. You know, we do lots of things. We'll talk about equipment you need for base camp. Yeah. Usually I'll pack a bag like I was going for base camp for the weekend, open it up in a room. Everyone can get involved, pull things out. Um, yeah, probably lose about two base layers every time <laughs> I do it. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, no, and um, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, no, nice. Well, look, guys, um, you know, I hope it's been useful today. I know we're talking about, um, you know, something a little bit different, you know, when it comes to, um, uh, you know, rolling with the punches and, and, and things that don't go right, but actually they create other stories. Um, you know, something that we, that certainly I've learned, you know, from my backpacking days when I was, um, you know, when I was a youngster, and, you know, it's, it's certainly, um, you know, all the times where it doesn't quite, quite go right, they, they are the memories that kind of stay with you. Um, now, obviously we, you know, we, we, we want your trip to go right. Uh, but if anything does um, happen, if you do go on that wonderful trip to Ramachat, um, you know, if there is some delays, if there are, um, you know, if you kilo over on the bag, you know, whatever happens, guys, you know, we're, we're, we're on your side, we're with you, we've got a great team, where whatever you're going with us, you know, you're well looked after, um, you know, so they will be helping you through those experiences. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, I hope that, you know, just talking about a couple of stories today has, has, has made it, you know, kind of almost giving you maybe a bit of confidence that whatever happens, you're going to have an awesome time. Um, you know, it's just like here in the UK, isn't it? When you go on a trek, when you go on a hike, you know, it could be wet. You could get a little bit lost, you know, obviously well, within reason. You know, you like like Jerome, you could be sliding down a hill. You could be picking up rocks. You know, whatever happens, though, it creates memories. It creates a story, even when it does, doesn't quite go to plan. Um, Jerome reminds me of, like, you know, Andy Dufresne from uh, The Short Show <laughs> Redemption, you know, when he's like, I reckon uh, if he ever visits the office, he's going to leave little deposits of like rocks about you. Know? <laughs> that's hilarious, brilliant. Well, Dave, any any final thoughts from you, mate? Before we no, go? that's it. I think um, yeah, really excited to see some of you going out on your yeah. trips as soon as you can. Yeah. Um, I know a few of you on the live are going out within the next week or two. So that's awesome. Send us as many updates as you can. Tag us in as many pictures as you can. Yeah, yeah, all massively appreciated. And um, yeah. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Brilliant. Now, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, well, like I said, next week's our 100th episode. 
So uh, do join us um, all the way. We'll be in Morocco, uh, me and Dave. So yeah, it's going to be a great one. So yeah, we'll drop you some information about that. Um, yeah, and we'll we'll catch you next week. But in the interim, have an amazing week, whatever you're up to. Maybe out in the mountains and doing some training. If you are going on your trip, have an amazing time, as Dave said. Yep. Uh, don't forget to tag us, uh, which is, I think, you know what? We might even have some graphics with, with this. We've, we've actually become... Usually we do comment. Here we go. This is it. Look at this. Tag us in your stories. There we go. I actually got it. Smooth. I got it organized. That was smooth. Wasn't smooth. It? Uh, yeah, do tag us in your stories. We need uh, a producer. At, we do need a producer. You know someone that sits there and does all the buttons for us? <laughs> this is kind of budget producing. But um, yeah, you're, do you're tag producer, us uh, at Evertrek uh, UK, um, you know, just so we can share our stories. It's great, especially yeah. if you're on Instagram or Facebook. Um, we'd love to see what you're up to. And um, yeah, have an amazing week. Take it easy. See you guys. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. I'm not